words of shirobindo human relationships in yoga what you write about the family ties is perfectly correct it creates an unnecessary interchange and comes in the way of a complete turning to the divine relations after taking up yoga should be less based on a physical origin or the habits of the physical consciousness and more and more on the basis of sadhana of sadhak with sadhaks of others as souls traveling the same path or children of the mother than in the ordinary way or with the old viewpoint when one enters this spiritual life the family ties which belong to the ordinary nature fall away one becomes indifferent to the old things the indifference is a release there need be no harshness in it at all to remain tied to the old physical affections would mean to remain tied to the ordinary nature and that would prevent the spiritual progress the inner being turned to the divine naturally draws away from old vital relations and outer movements and contacts till it can bring a new consciousness into the external being certainly it would be better to reject without any violent feeling against any person because the violence is a sign of a certain weakness in the vital which must be corrected not for any other reason the rejection should be quiet firm self assured decisive it will then become radical and effective it is as the love of the divine grows that the other things cease to trouble the mind the influence of the love for the divine when it takes hold of any part is to turn it towards the divine as you describe it concentration on the mother and in the end all is gathered and harmonized around this central turn of the being the difficulty is with mechanical parts of the being in which the old thoughts go on recurring by habit if the concentration continues to grow this becomes a thing of little importance at the circumference of the mind and in the end drops away to be replaced by things that belong to the new consciousness do not dwell much on the defects of others it is not helpful keep always quiet and peace in the attitude only those who sympathize can help surely also one should be able to see the faults of others without hatred hatred injures both parties it helps none there is no harm in seeing and observing if it is done with sympathy and impartiality 
It is the tendency unnecessarily to criticize, find fault, condemn others, often quite wrongly, which creates a bad atmosphere both for oneself and others. And why this harshness and cocksure condemnation? Has not each man his own faults? Why should he be so eager to find fault with others and condemn them? Sometimes one has to judge, but it should not be done hastily or in a censorious spirit. One has to see the defects of others, but not judge. That is, not condemn, simply observe. Each is driven by his own nature, so long as he does not consent to change masters and be driven by the divine. Yes, all that is true. The lower vital takes a mean and petty pleasure in picking out the faults of others, and thereby one hampers both one's progress and that of the subject of the criticism. It is the petty ego in each that likes to discover and talk about the real or unreal defects of others. And it does not matter whether they are real or unreal. The ego has no right to judge them because it has not the right view or the right spirit. It is only the calm, disinterested, dispassionate, all-compassionate and all-loving spirit that can judge and see rightly the strength and weakness in each being. Men are always more able to criticize sharply the work of others and tell them how to do things or what not to do than skillful to avoid the same mistakes themselves. Often indeed one sees easily in others faults which are there in oneself but which one fails to see. These other defects, such as you mention, are common to human nature, and few escape them. The human mind is not really conscious of itself. That is why in yoga one has always to look and see what is in oneself and become more and more conscious. <laughs>